Hi, it's your friend Brain. Before we start today's episode of Deck the Hallmark, this Win Calls the Heart episode, wanted to remind you that if you're watching this on Philo, thank you for doing so. Would you do us a favor and just tell everybody that you know that you're watching it on Philo? That'd be fantastic. Tell them how amazing Philo is and that you can watch Deck the Hallmark on it. Uh, they won't be disappointed. And if you are not watching us on Philo, if you're listening to the podcast right now, hello, good day. Uh, would you consider giving Philo a shot? Philo.tv slash DTH. I think you're going to enjoy it. Plus, you can watch this episode of Deck the Hallmark covering When Calls the Hearts right now. So head to Philo.tv slash DTH. Without further ado, let's get to some When Calls the Heart. Hi, I'm Fran, <laughs> and I love When Calls the Heart. Hi, I'm Jax, and I like When Calls the Heart. I'm Dan, and it's a party in here, but I still despise When Calls the Heart, and this is the Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Oh, oh my goodness. We're live in front of five people right they, now. Uh, they came down. Uh, you know what they're doing? It is mid-March, and they're prepping for next year's Bramble Fest. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Next year's Bramble Fest. They're getting an early start yep. on it. Six months early, they come down, and they start prepping. That's exactly right. That's what they do mid-March here. And uh, on top of it. they are, um, they're sticking around for another week. They're going to be here next week for uh, the start of March next Madness. Week. Unbelievable. Yeah. And they're going to prep again the following week, from what I understand. I think I think they're prepping this week, and then we're having a big March, March Madness, Madness party, party the next, uh, the next, next few weeks. Week. And then the following week, what are we doing? Uh, still March Madness. Still March Madness. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Nonstop it. Madness, It's baby. a double March Madness celebration exactly right. situation. Um, how are we? Can I ask you that? <laughs> we're doing great, Brian. Yeah. We're good. We're really good. How are those yeah, flights you, treating you, Jack? Are they, Jack's they getting, I called you Jack. I'm sorry. Jack's you can go uh, whatever you want at this Jackie, point. Whatever. <laughs> We, well, we really, really know each other now, that's so right. we you transitioned. Can call me Daniel. Yeah. yeah, Daniel, right. and I'm Jackie. But for the purposes of keeping up appearances, yes. Jax, how are the flights yes, going? <laughs> flights are great. Um, actually, so Ted was in New York this time. I know he said he wasn't going to go back, but he was, and he flew with me. Oh wow! Yes. How was that? A bit weird. It was a bit. Uh, you know. You know what? Honestly, though, we we've settled into a really nice place with our um, friendship. Your friendship. Mm -hmm. friendship. I love good. that. Good. I love that's that. Good. Dan, have you made any new friends this year? Have I made any new friends this year? Um, yeah, I've made a few new friends. Sure, absolutely. Have you, Brian? I have a town update. Do you really? Have you made any? I didn't have a New Year's resolution to make new friends. That's I know, never but it's all, that's all. That's but you've been making towns. I've been, my re resolution, Dan, was to make a town. No, it was to make no, new towns. Yeah, well, it, I, I will actually Plural. back Dan up on yeah. this one. He, so, you but I start with towns. one, and then after that's one, right. you, you have the blueprint right. to start as many as you want. And so um, I have... Purchased a plot of land. In what town? Uh, it's a new town. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Just outside of Legromar. It's just outside of Legromar, and yeah. it's in a new new uh, uh, New Jersey. <laughs> new Jersey, but it's a ta it's an area of land that. So I bought have the land, and now next step is to get it, um, like not to be a part of um, Leg. 
Legramar. Legramar. And uh, for it to become a new town. So that's a whole, I have to deal with There's a lot. A of lot. There. Do you need help with that? That's not that far from me. And Ted and I can do some scouting for you if you and want. And also, where'd you get the money for this? Are you yeah. holding out? Like, Hello? Is oh, Trace. Did you use business money for this? He didn't. <laughs> but I want it in. What Brad didn't know is I also made a New Year's resolution to make a new town. So, what are the odds? What are the odds? So, yes, I used a lot of business money. You guys are, it's almost like you're the same people sometimes. Mm, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, because you both had that New Year's resolution, you thought, yes. we'll use the, yes. the business money. Yes. And this is a line of credit because we are broke. Can I just pipe in real quick? Please I didn't do. know that she did this. This is news to me right so now. So where did you get the money from? Uh, Trace was taking care of it. Okay. Well, then so, what you should have put. I should have? That's on me. Yeah. Brick, how you doing, bud? Oh, I'm doing great, Brad. How about you? Doing great. Happy Not Thursday. I'm not making any towns like a moron. I'm just what here are doing you my doing? things. I just booked a Puddles of Mud cover band. I know. Wow. That's a big deal. What and are they you know called? what the secret is? Is it still Puddles of Mud? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they they play their songs to see if people can tell if they're the same or not. What's a puddle of mud song? Blurry. Okay, how's that one go? Everything's so blurry. How to fit a scene? Give me another one, Rick. Everything's so blurry. <laughs> so does the puddle of mud cover yeah, a band? Bit of a one-hit wonder. There's some lesser-known tracks. Clear. Like. I can see clearly now. Not that one. A different <laughs> one. It's the response to blurry. Wow. Wow, okay, interesting. That's great. Uh, guys, you were talking about One Calls the Heart Season 9, Good Episode 8. Hope. You guys want to guess the name of it? Oh, baby, we're back. In a sense. It's Hope Valley Days Part 2. Oh, yeah. You're, um, oh, we're still doing this. Yes. Huh? April 24th, 2022 is when it premiered on television, and it went a little something like this. The Hope Valley Days are alive and well. Apparently, there's a second full week of this, so yay. Jeffrey is still in town, isn't planning on leaving. Maybe uh, even uh, talk to Ned about a job that he thinks is rightfully his. Elizabeth goes to find Lucas and uh, shares the tea that she learned that May may be married, but he already knows that, so what whatevs. You don't need to tell me, I know but I'm not going to tell you, you tell me. She kisses him and it's like, imagine the uh, kiss had you told me, is what she says. Like, imagine what the kiss would be if you had told me. And then she kisses him like that anyway. So, <laughs> big funny. Uh, Nathan is still annoyed about the whole thing, uh, but with May. But when he sees Jeffrey going towards May's direction, he gives him a look. It's kind of like this. And Jeffrey walks mm. the other direction. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Um, so that's really all that you need. Uh, Nathan goes to ask May herself, and she is like, I was an apprentice, and he uh, let his imagination get the best of him, forged a marriage document, but uh, then I uh, saw a letter that was meant for him about the Hope Valley job, so I took that letter. I don't know how he found me because he didn't know about the job. I took the letter. It had been like he never saw it. And Nathan says, I believe you. Uh, Frickham is clearly annoyed with Lee about the, uh, the op-ed that he wrote, and Lee tries to create some small talk with him. Uh, Lee realizes in this moment that the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm, you said it, friend. Uh, Lucas meets a new family in town. Apparently the mom is a school teacher looking for books. 
Lucas says, you should meet Elizabeth, you teachers. Uh, Joseph comes to see Nathan and requests that he arrest May. Not Joseph. Wait for it. Uh, Wait uh, for the it. other guy. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Thank you, Sorry, too, too many Sheila. J's. Jeffrey comes to see Nathan and requests. Sheila's been here for months. Yeah. For months. Well, she loves it. She <laughs> loves it. Uh, requested he arrest May or else he'll have to make some phone calls. And you know what that means. And Nathan's like, okay, fine. Uh, Bill has a big old coughing fit and a little bit of blood comes out. Uh, that's not good. Oh, last I heard. Uh, Lucas goes to tell Elizabeth uh, about the teacher that's in town. And she's like, I can't go now. I have a class. And he said, I'll hang out with him. And she's like, dope. I'm out of here. Uh, Nathan arrests May, and he's not happy about it. Turns out Lucas is crushing it as a teacher as he does everything else in his life. And he's like, uh, I'll come back and do this again. Mark my word. He'll never be in a classroom ever again. <laughs> Molly discovers Bill has a bruise from uh, the scuffle that he had with Jeffrey when he, uh, in ways we don't know, knocked Jeffrey out. Uh, Faith warns uh, Bill to take the cough medicine and to take it easy. You might have a cracked rib. Can't know. She says this. I can't know for sure. Can't know for sure. I don't have an x-ray machine. Just in case uh, Frickham's walking by. Uh, Nathan does some digging on May, and uh, the mayor of Chicago calls and says that he she needs to be uh, transported back right now. Uh, Lee publishes a positive op-ed on Frickham. Surreal. <laughs> Will they, won't they over there? Uh, <laughs> Rosemary is proud of him and says, maybe one day Lee will run again. He says, no, no, no. I will never will. run again. And uh, I can assure you that he will. Uh, <laughs> at the jail, Nathan releases May from her cell as Jeffrey walks in. He thinks that May is going to go to Chicago with him, but Nathan says, no, 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 I've got some other news. I have found the real marriage license to a woman that you are married to. And he says, what? You found that? I'm out of here. May thanks Nathan with a hug. Hubba, hubba. I don't know. Uh, the episode ends with Thanksgiving and the way that Thanksgiving typically is being overshadowed by Christmas. Uh, the Christmas tree unexpectedly gets erected. We don't know who put that up. Uh, but then Bill looks on from inside and says to himself, April Fool's. That, <laughs> my friends, was when Stand calls a high season nine, episode, episode eight, eight, Hope Valley Days part two. We're good we, at this now. We did it. Let's, you, know what, uh, you know what they say? What? After 20, it's easy. 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 20 over, 20 over the course of the half year. 20 over the course of like six yeah. months. Yeah, of course. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back here on... Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Deck the Hallmark. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. A reminder that you can watch all of Deck the Hallmark on Philo, exclusively on the Philo. That's exactly right. The same platform that you watch all of your Hallmark movies on, you can also watch your boys doing their thing. Uh, so much. You can watch the Yellowstone. You can watch some reality. You can uh, watch some Lifetime. You can watch the Hallmark and so much more. Just check it out. Free trial. What do you have to lose? Answer absolutely nothing. What do you have to gain? A whole heck of a lot. Uh, please go to philo.tv slash DTH. Check it out right now. I think you're really going to like it. Watch today's episode of Deck the Hallmark on it and so much more. Philo.tv slash DTH.
what Giddy was up, your boys. favorite Christmas movie that was released in the theater this year in 2022? Oh, uh, in the theater? Yeah. Probably the one with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that was a as good one. the cat. Yeah, the cat as the cat. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. I didn't see that one, but that should surprise no one. No, yeah. no. Uh-uh. Uh, what about yours? Well, I think I was going to go Cat Samuel Jackson okay. as well, if you can believe I it. I will say, though, how about that that movie? It wasn't in theaters, but with um, with Ryan Reynolds, Will, Will Ferrell. Oh, the musical, the musical version of version. Christmas Carol, yeah. That was as good, if not better, than, than we advertised. expected. Yes, for sure. Uh, Topical. Let's, let's break this uh, episode of Television Downhill Valley Days Part 2. The Christmas surprise, as I call it. Um, Jax, what do you think about this one? Okay, I'm really happy because I love this one. Now listen, listen, listen. Um, listen. Maybe I just have renewed energy this listen. week. Yeah, but yeah, this week. It feels like, you know, we've, we're over the hump. Over the hump. But I did nothing not think... Nothing can get us down. We need, no, nothing at this point. I did not think we needed more Hope Valley Days. What? I was okay. No, I know. No, come on. I, you know I liked the first one, but it did feel a little slow. I was so in on this episode. Elizabeth, not a little, well, no, but, well, I'll get there. Lee and Rosemary. Lee. Romeo and Ju- Lee. Oh, Lee. <laughs> As Romeo and Juliet. I mean, come on. That's my favorite Shakespeare quote. I'm going to look at you, Dan, when <laughs> okay. I do it. Okay. My bounty is as boundless as the sea. Great. My love as deep. The more I give to thee, the more I have, for both are infinite. You really know the whole thing. Oh, it's oh, I mean, it's I know all of, I know all of Juliet. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. How many times have you played Juliet? I haven't. I just wanted to I just in grad school worked <laughs> on it she's so ready. much. I but I'm ready. I, mean, yeah, I, I, I think I might have aged out of it she, a little bit. She has a sizzle reel, if you're <laughs> if you're listening out, that she will send you all of her screen. Screen or tapes. I do. I have so many tapes of me auditioning for Juliet and for not Juliet. booking it. You guys um, remember that uh, We the King song? Check, Check yes, yes, Juliet. Juliet. That was a long way to get there, but yeah. we did. We got there. That's <laughs> under my Juliet sizzle I, reels, and maybe I, that's why I never booked. I love Jax that song. Jax has 100% never heard of that song no. or that band. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. Sure. Well, I, I thought you actually can you name another? Can you name another We the King song? Check Yes Juliet. Uh, they have a- Blurry. Oh. <laughs> they have a great song with uh, Demi Lovato. No, they don't. They do. <laughs> they they don't. do. That's not possible. It's a really great track. All right. All right. Demi crushes as she does. As mm-hmm. per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes to I this had, episode. I had so much fun in this one. I also loved seeing Lucas teach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys, I'm going to do a reference for a movie because I've seen some. Okay. Waiting for Guffman? Yeah. Oh, when, gosh, Okay, yes. you know the teacher's yes. pet song? Yes. Fantastic. He's not seen Waiting I haven't for Guffman. There's no world where he's seen it. Dan, I want to sing it. I don't remember the teacher's song. Teacher's pet I want to be teacher's pet. Oh, my gosh. Long after school is through. Teacher, teacher, I love you. And then she goes into a split. That's right. I wanted to do that when I saw Lucas teaching. Man, <laughs> it's in, that's, that's impressive. That's my hot take. Man, what a callback. Waiting for Guffin's a great movie. I've I just have been doing over. everything to rack my brain this last week, trying to think of a movie I could reference that Dan would know and be impressed that it's I saw. Christopher Guest. Yep. This is Spinal Tap. And Best in show. Best in teacher, my, my, I my love you. Yeah. What is it? Teacher, teacher. Teacher, 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 I, I love, love you. you. 
Um, so I didn't know how badly I needed a Christmas episode of When Calls the Heart that doesn't this take place at one. Christmas time and takes this you completely by surprise. One. The last five minutes of this episode is something magical. Uh, the Christmas hit me harder than it should have. Uh, I, I, I'm so I, glad I didn't watch this with you. Oh my gosh. I love the Christmas. When they walked up and they saw the wishing tree. Uh, yeah. And I just want to say, while I will get to the tree being erected by Bill, how did it happen? We'll get into those details in a little bit. The, the callback to the wishing tree movie from a few years ago where Bill didn't believe yes, in the wishing yes, tree yes, yes, yes. and Same now tree. Bill is the one putting up the tree yes. is everything that is right with Christmas. And so it worked for me. Everything else in the episode, I honestly, I was reading the synopsis. And I was like, forget about that because Christmas came on screen and immediately that's all that I cared about. Um, so this episode is probably the best episode of television I've ever seen. Dan? The fact that they, they made that specific callback uh, was impressive for a show in an episode that is the dumbest idea on the dumbest show I've ever seen. So the, the Hope Valley Days as a Part concept. Two. Part two. Part two. Part two, Dan. But the idea of Hope Valley Days is just absurd. And we find out toward the end of this episode that they're about to go into what the Reverend calls the real holidays. <laughs> so we find the out that this is taking season. place in like late November. Mm-hmm. Why not just have actual holiday celebrations instead of having a week-long fake holiday celebration why not actually celebrate thanksgiving and hanukkah and christmas and do big real celebrations because that would make sense that would make sense and instead we get two episodes that just and halloween for that matter like what and we only get one scene of may sue's valentine's day thing so they could have just done the real ones what what was the purpose of this? I, I just, it was so frustrating. This episode does have two scenes that are better than anything in Hope Valley Days Part 1, but it's still just miserable. I, Can you tell like, us what those were, or are you saving feels. it for later? That's feel. Oh my yes. gosh, you, you would feels? Yeah, but they're both, okay. but they're, they're the two scenes you two have mentioned. Okay. I can just right into it, Brian, so you don't have to, you know. Sign for the feels. Lucas, <laughs> Lucas teaching is a great moment, I think. And, and, uh, Chris McNally does a great job in that scene. It makes me think that maybe Elizabeth is a bad teacher. Um, how yeah, those good, kids seem like, the, thank goodness. Those kids goodness. are like, for the first time ever, I'm being educated. Uh, and, and so that's a little disheartening if you're an Elizabeth stan, but as it stands, uh, Chris McNally does a great job. Lucas does a great job. And then it, as, even though it makes zero, I want to, this will come up again in my weight was, even though it makes zero sense None, not an iota, an inkling of sense. When Bill Avery sips his coffee and says, April Fool's. Dude, I, did I, 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 I smiled. Did I tear up? No, no, that's dumb. Maybe. But like, I, I was like, man, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But it, for, for his character to get to do that was funny. That's what I got. Uh, any feels for you, Jax? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you both have already alluded to it, but. 
Bill Avery, the, 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 he put it together. You're right. It doesn't make sense. And when they sing, and Brian, this is why I'm glad I didn't watch it with Dan, but I'm sad I didn't watch it with you. Holy moly. When they started singing, Oh, Come All Ye Faithful, yeah. it got me. And I was crying. And I was crying pretty hard. Oh, no. Those are my feels. Boo. How do you feel, Brian? I love Oh, Come All Ye Faithful. What so much. It takes, and it's so, it, it's joyful and hopeful, but also very melancholy. Joyful and triumphant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it is. So I, I, you guys have already said everything that needs to be said. So I will go in a different direction. I, um, Jack, and this is going to hurt you seeing as how you quoted Shakespeare earlier. I don't like Shakespeare. I don't get it. It's kind of like how I feel about beer. Like anything that takes a while to get used to, I'm not into it. Like, yeah, I either like it or I don't like to. Why am I going to spend a bunch of money to drink beer until I like it? Not going to happen. Uh, kind of the same way with Shakespeare. It's like I, I, it would take a while for me to be able to like dive into this. And so can, not can going I, to. I am big pentameters. So, so, that, so that's you. No, that's not your fault. Can I tell you, Brian, you've seen the wrong Shakespeare and people have explained it to you wrong. Because you would be a perfect, like, no, fun fool in Shakespeare. You're like Malvolio. Thank you. You're falling into the trap. Thank you. Okay, guys. I'm just saying, you've, you've been done now you're wrong. you're doing the bit where you're like, you just haven't had my mac and cheese. <laughs> That's what you're doing right so, now. I'm so you sorry it's been ruined <laughs> for you. I'm so, you just haven't had good fish. Ro it's not that you don't like seafood. You just haven't had good, good, like, off-the-coast seafood. If I, someone says they don't I like Shakespeare... They don't I, like Shakespeare. I just say, I do hate when people do that thing. And this is like one of the few things I'll do it about. So I just had to. Well, I'm sorry, I think Brand. part of it is like, <laughs> like of the core subjects in school, like I, and I know this is going to shock Dan because I don't speak well, but English was my favorite subject. I, lo I, I, I love stories. You're and, a great writer too. And, well, I don't know. Mm, um, <laughs> I'm a I, I there's a lot of things that I'm great at and uh, writing's not one of them but uh you, I you but, write good you so, write good good so sometimes I you're the had, goodest you're the goodest writer my experience with Shakespeare's like having to read it and just being like uh so uh Roseberry doing this whole thing where uh. she does the Shakespeare bit and then Lee is very clearly over it gave me feels i was like yes that's how i would be if someone did uh, shakespeare to me so he he did that uh he did that response uh excellent and as you can hear by how i said that i crushed he english did that response <laughs> let's take excellent. a quick break we'll be right back here on dick the dick hallmark the if, huh? did you say dick the hallmark Uh, let's get to the wait what as far as shall we talk about what in this episode of television made us go wait what Jax I only have one little thing and I wanted to get both of your opinions on it so when Lucas doesn't tell Elizabeth the thing that Nathan has told him in confidence about Mace yeah, too, yeah, baby, and then she decides to withhold physical affection because of that I think that's pretty screwed up oh that was terrible okay good she's a monster she's okay. a monster he one, one it's not even like they're married I don't know if that changes things much but their relationship is still in its early stages, and he's trying to gain the trust of Nathan. So, like, all of this context makes Elizabeth more of a monster. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look, my wife works in healthcare. She won't tell me she signed an oath, right? Different. It's legal, but she signed an oath. She doesn't tell me anything about any patient she sees. Even if I have a dear friend whose kid saw my wife, I find out from them, not her. Really? Yeah. She doesn't, none of it. And this is, he said he wouldn't tell anyone. He's not telling anyone. I, like, he's, once again, somehow, Lucas is being the most upstanding person on the show. 
Gosh, it always comes back to the truth with you. Good Lord. And like keeping <laughs> secrets. And uh, it's obnoxious. I, uh, the thing is, she doesn't I, even need to know for any moral or good reason. It's like she just wants the hot guy. That's, that's and right. I get it. We all she do. She wants the tea. Don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all? I have a few. Uh, one is... Uh, one that only I would have because of the way that I watch this and the way that I take notes. I, Whenever I'm writing my synopsis, um, HallmarkChannel.com has done something with Wooden Calls the Heart that they don't do for anything else that I know of, which is they put with for each episode a very detailed synopsis. And so like, yeah. if I miss something, I can be like, okay, that's what happened here. Like, it wasn't clear, but now I see what they're trying to for. bang out like five or six in a row or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Hypothetically. Now that we've ever so, done that. One thing that I noticed watching this, because I watched this one by myself uh, with earbuds and the, the subtitles were on. And Jeffrey on the subtitles was spelled with a G, G-E-O-F-F-R-Y. Okay. On the Hallmark Channel's website, website, it's Jeffrey as you would imagine it to be, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. Uh, oh, uh, Jeffrey. Je so <laughs> that's but that's how he would imagine it to be. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> Hi, Jeffrey. So I'm because like I'm just baffled at how those two Three things. Jeffrey. I saw him how the name can be like and it was multiple every time Jeffrey was said or mentioned or whatever that was spelled with the G in the subtitles, but not on the website. So just huh, interesting. Just something for me. Just up. something for me to chew that's on. Good, that's a good little nugget. Um, our guy Frick, um, mayor of the year over here. <laughs> Um, introduces a like a fire cart thing yeah, with a hose that he says he got with the discretionary fund. That's right. The X-ray machine couldn't be yep. bought with the discretionary fund. We're on the same page, Brandon. It, it it is something for first responders <laughs> to use in yes. case they have to. And I and I they're do, the same same thing. I do want to be clear: Hickam's fire hose cart thing only works extensively to put out a fire if they're near a well of some sort. True. Whereas an x-ray machine will work by itself. S since he said no to the x-ray machine, they've needed it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Save actual lives, buy something that looks cool but actually doesn't help that much. And somehow this guy's mayor of the year. Yeah. According to Lee. Lee's been convinced. Uh, and last but not least, and I know well, this is probably the biggest one of the, this, the episode, but this whole episode, Bill is not doing well. They are, they think that he might have a cracked rib. Yes. He is coughing blood. Yeah. Somehow, by himself, That's right. was able to get the wishing tree out of storage. I don't know. Put into the center of the thing. Where no one saw it. Where no, no one saw it. Get it completely decorated top to bottom for Christmas. Yep. I don't yeah. see what the problem is. <laughs> I had it as well, The cracked rib, not He's a Superman problem. To me. Well, that's the thing with Christmas miracles. I'm fine with it. Like if his cracked rib like doesn't bother him during Christmas, so be it. So be it. It's a so Christmas it. miracle. So be it. Dan? Um, yeah, I do want to juxtapose the problems and the trials that Abigail has to face as mayor versus the hurdle, if we can call it that, that Hickam has to jump over as mayor. Abigail has to go into town councils to see if there's going to be a school, to see if they're closing the mine, to decide who's right in major disputes. Hickam yeah. plans a fake holiday week, and everybody says he's the best mayor ever. He's the worst mayor. He's bad at his job. I, I, I just, to say no to an x-ray machine and to say yes to 
Hope Valley days. I bet he put actual money into those dumb events. I just, I, I can't, I couldn't believe it. But did Frick um, bribe his way to get his kid into college? Probably not. No. So yeah, there's a little bit of both there. Um, I also need to say this. I should we go all have our faults. It, but I need to say this. One spends a lot of money on holidays yeah. in the middle of the year, and the other bribes uh, college to get their kid in the college. Yeah. I, I, I do want to be. Uh, I, I do want to be clear, and I, it, it shouldn't. I shouldn't have to say this, but I, I need to say it. If it actually is the holiday season, and there's a Christmas tree up, and it is the time of year where you sing a Christmas carol and get festive. 100% of that is not an April Fool's Day prank. <laughs> None of that is an April Fool's Day prank. April Fool's Day would be tricking you into something. Gotcha. I lied to you. What Bill did was, is he decorated for Christmas. He did not perform any sort of April Fool's Day prank of any kind. So, him saying through the through the blinds, April Fools, is maybe the most unearned thing in the world. I did smile though. <laughs> but <laughs> it's the it most sense. unearned moment in this show, which is impressive. That's all I got. Oh, uh, Gustav with the accordion on the on the bench. It's basically like Hope Valley Clue. Like all of a sudden we look over, Gustav is like, somebody's singing, Oh come all you faithful. Let me grab my accordion real quick, not let this moment pass. And he said he was leaving town. And you had a problem with that? Just that we just pan over and he's there. Uh, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yep. Uh, it's time for Hopes and Valleys. Anything uh, giving you hope or bumming yes, you out? Yes, yes. I am hopeful that we will see, and I know Dan's going to hate this, so I apologize in advance, more of Rosemary getting to be theatrical. Oh, my. <laughs> you think there's not enough of that? No. I this want is like Brian when he wanted more band practice. What was that? I feel like that was maybe <laughs> half a year six ago. Six months ago. He was like, this ago. movie was great. I just needed more band practice. I just feel like I would, I would just watch a flashback of her at a whole season of Summerstock. I'm, ha I'm hopeful. I have no valleys. I'm I have no peaks. I'm I have no valleys. Val I have you peaks. got it. Yeah, peaks are hopes. That's my hope. Yeah. I have no valley. I'm happy for you, Jax. Thank you. Man. I am filled with Christmas cheer in the middle of March, and that's giving me hope for that anything is possible if you decide to decorate your town for Christmas in a time that it's not. So all the hope in the world, just in general. Uh, general I, hope because of Christmas. General hope. Uh, I have a legit hope this week, and that hope is is that I hope that I can make it through four more episodes. We're so close. We're so close. We're so close to being done. I need a break. I feel like it's coming. My Only one is, more month. My value is is that there's still four more episodes. So it's a both and for me. It's a both and for me. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Do we have a we what's calling the heart? We certainly do, If you uh, want to tell us what's calling your heart, you can email us, hello at deckthehallmark.com. Do it. Do it. This is from Aaron Shea. Gosh, we love Aaron Shea we around love Aaron here. Shea. Hello, Bran, Dan, Jax, and Panda, gone but not forgotten. It has been said before, but what's calling my heart truly is this podcast community. Man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through another one of these emails. This is this looks like it's going to try to get us to cry. I can tell already. June of 2018 was a month of massive change for me. I moved out of the home I had lived for 28 years, moved to a new state, started a new job, and was living on my own for the first time ever. 
Shortly after, I discovered the DTH podcast, and it became my main source of comfort. All around me, everything was changing, but Hallmark movies were familiar, and I finally found a group of people who could love them while also rolling their eyes at them. I struggled to make friends in my new town. Making uh, friends as an adult is hard, but DTH had this built-in group of friends. These friends have been there through every hope and valley of the past few years. So many double-deckers have sent cards or checked on me uh, or checked in when I was down. I am not always great at responding or telling people how I feel, but I hope they know just how much they mean to me. To give a couple of shout-outs, Marin Hogue. She has consistently been there for me, listening to me brain dump about my entire day, encouraging me, cheering me on, and cheering me up. She has seen me cry more than anyone else in my entire life wow. and somehow still wants to talk to me the next day. Jen Bliss. We used to work together in elementary education. After I moved away, this podcast kept us close. We met Colleen and Andy once at Christmas Con in 2019, and now the four of us talk every day. We have bad movie nights. We share recipes and hair appointment inspiration and craft ideas. I can vent to them about anything, no matter how big or how petty, because I know they'll be there with me. And just as important, if not more, have been the guys themselves. Brand, Panda, and Dan, you helped me to find myself. You let me guest write movie reviews for Bad Movie Month back in March of 2020. It was the first time anyone besides a teacher or a family member read something that I wrote. What I wrote mattered, and people thought I was funny. As COVID started to take over the world and nothing seemed certain, it changed how I viewed myself. I mattered. When I furloughed later that year, I hit complete rock bottom. I gave up on being an active participant in my own life, but then you guys asked me to help out with Take the Day Off. Your trust in me gave me a purpose again. I found a confidence I didn't know I had. I found my voice again. And now in 2022, that community, that sense of self, and that voice has helped me to become a top-notch version of myself. It may be dramatic to say that this podcast saved my life, but it definitely changed my life. Deck the Hallmark will always be calling my heart. Your friend who will move to, yeah, that Greenville if take the day off ever comes back, Aaron Shea. Dear gracious. Guys. Guys. Wow. We, well, uh, we have a lot of fun here at Deck the Hallmark. Well, uh, Dan, so. are, Dan are, I feel like you're as emotional as no, I am no, right no, no, now. No, I no, think no. I, It's all fine, Aaron. Oh, man, you guys. We'll uh, do it again uh, another time. And <laughs> Wait, it's a brand your reaction. It's like, oh, do you? Oh my God, do you? You get like weird about compliments and stuff like I this. I get weird and, about compliments. I don't like but compliments. But you, you both are. Well, let me just be proud enough for the both of you. You guys are the best. That oh was my a, gosh, that, that was, was a really tough great. read in all the best ways. It was here. beautiful. Yeah, really good stuff. Well, we'll do it again. <laughs> Until next time, we'll be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.